When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Penn State Wrestling is the Big Ten regular season champion, and now they face down Edinburgh for Senior Day. I'm Thomas Frankar, Greg Pickle, wrestling reporter here for the Penn State Wrestling Show. Greg, welcome to uh, our last of the regular season shows before we get ready for the postseason. We'll have some awards coming up next week in the break between this and the Big Ten Championship. Um, so let's just start with your big picture thoughts of this season and how the Nittany Lions have navigated what I think is is a really interesting year if you go back and you look at some of the conversations we've had throughout it. So, so what is your big picture takeaway from another season of dominance from the Nittany Lions? Yeah, they did a little bit differently this year, T. Frank, and there's a number of things that have, are different about this Penn State wrestling season, the team's fourth regular season title in a row under Kale Sanderson. And you look at kind of how this season unfolded. You go back to the 2023 portion of it, very light on dual meets to start the year, and that was by design because of the senior nationals and because it was a year for Olympic wrestling qualifying, the team trials for the United States are coming up uh, in April at the Bryce Jordan Center. So things were a little bit different from that perspective. And Penn State obviously has guys that are or have aspirations for that. So they plan the college wrestling season as much as they could around that accordingly. But yeah, it was a slow start to the year. Penn State lost Shane Van Ness to returning All-American in the 149 pounds before uh, the December portion of the schedule really even got underway. So Tyler Kasak, a freshman, stepped in for him. Uh, we just heard uh, on Tuesday of this week from Kale Sanderson that his recovery as well. Kale calling him ahead of schedule. So that was good to hear. But Tyler Kasak stepped in for him. One of two freshmen with Braden Davis at 125 pounds being the other one that Penn State has had in the lineup for all of the 2024 portion of the season, except for a couple absences, which uh, has been the other theme of this season for not just yeah. – uh, not just Tyler Kasak, but for starters up and down the lineup, Penn State going into its match with Edinburgh this weekend uh, to close out the regular season has not had a full starting lineup uh, in six of its last nine matches dating back to Oregon State in January. And I would be stunned if it had one again on Sunday. It's not going to matter. Edinburgh is going to come up and put up as good a fight as it can, but they're two and 11, I believe the record is, and they're not bringing any ranked wrestlers to um, rec hall. So, do not expect that to be competitive regardless of who the Lions throw out onto the mat. But another good season for Penn State. The key now is just going to be, you know, as you kind of mentioned, there have been guys in and out of the lineup, Kale Sanderson saying that's due to illness that they've been trying to work through. And the question is just going to be how, if at all, does all of that impact this team's ability to peak for the postseason, which has long been the staple of the Kale Sanderson era. So let's get into kind of a broad season view, uh, the, the dual meet. On Sunday, Nebraska Lions, as you mentioned, you know, not having some of their uh, starters in that one. But what did you make of yet another tough team that uh, the Lions dispatch and, and go on to win their regular season championship? What do you make of that? Yeah, it kind of played out almost exactly as we talked about on last week's show, T. Frank, with Nebraska, some due to absences and some due to just better wrestling, uh, was able to take advantage of Penn State uh, not being 
at full strength at 133 and then having some ranking advantages in the lower weights um, to build a lead. Penn State trailed at the halftime break 10 to 6. That was the first time all season they trailed in a dual meet. Uh, and then the upper weights uh, roared as we expected and were able to uh, knock off Nebraska by a final score of 22 to 13 that was not in any way, shape, or form really uh, emblematic of how well Nebraska wrestled and what you know Penn State did. Penn State obviously picked up some bonus points coming down the stretch. You get major decisions from Aaron Brooks and Greg Kirkley at 197 in heavyweight. Carter Storacci, who we heard has been sick for over a month and is finally kind of kicking that uh, one by technical fall at 174. Uh, one thing I did want to clean up last week, I had noted that Penn State should roll through the heavyweights, and it did. Um, but one, or I'm sorry, the upper weights, and it did. But we forgot the one ranked match I forgot was Lenny Pinto at 184 for Nebraska against Bernie Truex. The Cornhusker ended up winning that match. And I know fans are wondering about Truex and his All American aspirations. And Kale Sanderson has kind of been beating the same drum over and over and over again that, hey, look, his best wrestling is going to come at nationals and in the postseason. So just be patient. And obviously, you know, when you're wrestling ranked guys, sometimes you're going to lose. Kale Sanderson called called them expensive lessons uh, yesterday. And there's no yeah. question about that. Or, you know, Tuesday, if you're listening to the show later in the week. But ultimately, T. Frank, I think it comes down to yet again, this Penn State team just finds a way to win. There's a reason it's now won. Uh, you know, the second most matches in a row of uh, th third most rather uh, of any team in, in college wrestling history, because it just finds a way to win. It's been doing it for a long time now under Kale Sanderson. You know, they're going to obviously continue that streak and barring something crazy, which I don't even know if crazy would be the right word. Catastrophic, probably better, uh, yeah. you know, to lose Edinburgh on Sunday. So, yeah, the Nebraska match was. Again, I think just uh, another showing of this Penn State wrestling team where things don't always go perfect and you're going to lose some matches that you thought might have been wins and some toss-ups aren't going to go your way. But at the end of the day, this team just finds a way to win. That's exactly what it did on Sunday against Nebraska. Yeah, and I want to give you credit. We I asked you last week, what's the score going to look like? Not given an actual prediction, but like, is it going to be closer to Iowa, Ohio State, or Rutgers, and et cetera, the other times that Penn State has blown teams out and... Uh, Pretty much nailed it there, Greg. <laughs> you you, you nailed the ballpark, it. ballpark, at least, yes. Yeah. Um, Blind so, squirrel you, and acorn theory, T. Frank. Blind squirrel and acorn theory. <laughs> you, uh, I, I think that you're one of those squirrels that has a couple extra senses going on, though. You, you, got, a, you got a pretty good idea what's going on. Um, we talked about this a little bit when we were texting on Tuesday, but uh, a big injury update from Kale Sanderson in, uh, I think, some rough context. Maybe not specifics all over the yeah. place, but do you want to dive more into what he said about Carter Storacci and Aaron Nagao, or do you want to move on to Shane Van Ness and what he said about there? Yeah, I'll just cover the first one, the first two real quick, and then we can get into Shane Van Ness. But yeah, with Carter Storacci, he did not say what the illness or issue was that he has been dealing with, obviously, multi-time All-American national champion going for his fourth title in as many years at 174. And, you know, he said whatever it is has been uh, affecting him for about a month, and then they finally figured out what... Uh, you know, what they need to attack in terms of a treatment plan. And clearly the way he wrestled in the, the Nebraska match uh, kind of tells you that, you know, what Kale Sanderson said is true if you didn't want to take him at his word and things are rounding in the form there. Uh, with Aaron Nagao, you know, depending on when you listen to this, the 133-pounder has missed uh, the Maryland match at the end of January and was out of the lineup against Nebraska. And, 
you know, I think he's just one of these guys that has been dealing with, as we've heard kind of all season long now, some kind of an illness or, or issue that they're trying to get resolved. But, you know, the quote from Kale Sanderson was basically that we're going to have some guys, including the gal, but not only the gal, off the mat. He was talking on Tuesday, February 20th, off the mat for the better part of the week. Uh, and then they would see where they're at later in the week and, and, you know, in regards to the Edinburgh match. But that's why when I said earlier that I would not expect a full strength lineup, you know, if these guys aren't on the mat for a good chunk of the week, uh, obviously their training and preparation is good enough at this point in the season and conditioning that they could probably uh, go out there even after missing a few days of practice. But is that the best interest of them and of the team, especially when you're looking at this break coming up before the Big Ten tournament? So, you know, I, I just think that whatever they're dealing with here, the goal clearly at this point, if it wasn't already, and I'm sure it was, is to get this thing knocked out however they can do it uh, yeah. and then get these guys back on the mat. So how that impacts Sunday, we'll see. But, yeah, uh, Nagao is the one that was asked about directly, uh, but certainly not the only one that's been fighting through some things uh, during the 2024 portion of the season. Yeah, and you mentioned Shane Van Ness and, and a little more specifics about what he's been recovering from and sounded more like it was a chronic situation more so than something that happened that was acute, uh, especially with his knee, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah, so Kale Sanderson making note of the fact that uh, he's ahead of his recovery schedule. We saw him at uh, uh, the Penn State-Ohio State match with his left leg and what looked to be an immobilizer. It was, a you know, some kind of recovery uh, situation after surgery, which, you know, we know he suffered a lower leg injury in uh, the 2023 portion of the year, or the schedule, rather, and was going to get surgery after the holidays. It looks like that's taken place, and Kale Sanderson said he is ahead of schedule. But, yeah, to the point you're making here, T. Frank, I'm going to pull it up here so I don't misquote. Kale Sanderson. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy you'd want to misquote and have to uh, explain <laughs> yourself to. <laughs> um, so let me go look this up. Um, you know, he said that, you know, he was ahead of schedule, which was great, but uh, he said it's going to be nice for him to feel good too because he's always kind of had that bum knee that was kind of an issue for him off and on. He's ahead of schedule, and I'm looking forward to getting him healthy and back in here every day. So, yeah, Shane Van Ness, All-American a year ago, but like so many uh, wrestlers to some you know different degrees than others, but they're usually fighting through something for him. It was clearly this knee that's bothered him, like Kale Sanderson said, off and on for uh, some time now. So they got that cleaned up. I'm sure that was not the way they wished to go about getting it cleaned up, but uh, to the point the head coach made that obviously Shane Van Ness back ready to rock and roll uh, as soon as possible for next season, clearly still a ways away from getting on the mat, I'm sure. But uh, to hear he's ahead of schedule, I think should be welcome news for Penn State fans who are obviously curious how this lineup's going to look in 2024, 2025, long ways to go until we talk about that. We got to get through this season first, but right. uh, that was certainly a notable uh, part of Sanderson's news conference on Tuesday. So I, I don't know if there's anything senior day coming up uh, this weekend, yeah. Edinburgh coming to rec hall, um, an emotional time for yeah. fans, I guess, uh, because I don't know if there's anything that Kale Sanderson couldn't downplay. I mean, he's a very low key guy when you talk to him, but he, <laughs> yeah. he downplayed the idea of senior day. So just give us a preview yeah. of what's coming up this weekend. Yeah, so I'll just never forget the first senior day match I covered, which was somewhere in the earlier part of uh, Kale's tenure. And I just remember, you know, you see football senior day and you see basketball senior day and the big deal that is made out of it. Uh, and rightly so. And Penn State Wrestling, just to be clear, does announce the names of the seniors and all who want to be announced and all that. But 
it is not anything close to what you see at other sports. And Kale Sanderson, quite frankly, is just like, hey, look, senior night for those guys is Saturday at the NCAA championships when you're trying to win a uh, either a All-American honors if you didn't make it to the finals or, of course, a gold uh, in the first place if you are in the finals that are on Saturday night. So uh, they don't get overly revved up about senior day as something to celebrate. Again, they will make note of guys, especially ones that – aren't going to be competing in the uh, Big Tens and NCAAs mm-hmm. who are moving on from the program. I'm sure they'll give them a special shout-out. Maybe we'll even see some of them on the mat. But, yeah, it is one of those interesting things where if you just showed up to senior day festivities for the Penn State wrestling team, you'd probably sit there if you didn't know and say, wait a second, this isn't like the other sports, but it's not. Yeah. So uh, a non-conference opponent in Edinburgh coming to town. We have seen Penn State pretty frequently uh, since Kale Sanderson and his staff have been at Penn State close out the regular season with a non-conference opponent. It's a good chance to put another almost always Pennsylvania school in the spotlight of wrestling at Rec Hall at being on uh, this will be on Big Ten Network Plus streaming at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, you know, get them that exposure and bring somebody in and, you know, you can fine tune some things. If your guys, their starters are on the mat, uh, you can get some backups work if that is where the direction you're going to go at a certain weight. So you never kind of know how this one's going to play out because they have a training plan, obviously, for each and every member of the team. Some of them are some of those plans are going to lead guys to be on the mat on Sunday. And some of them are not, whether that's due to fitness reasons, whether that's due to illness reasons or whatever uh, guys might be dealing with. So stay tuned to BlueItIllustrated.com. We'll have all those updates on Sunday. But, yeah, I do think that clearly uh, Edinburgh will come in, uh, try its best, but will be severely overmatched. And, you know, you no know, matter if Penn State has. All 10 starters, which I'd just be stunned if that was the case, or, you know, whether they're 6 of 10 or 7 of 10, whatever it may be, um, I I would, you know, clearly see a pretty comfortable Penn State victory coming on Sunday. And uh, just to reiterate, where can fans follow along with Greg Pickle uh, during senior day? Yeah, we'll be at BlueWayIllustrated.com in the uh, the wrestling room forum, uh, giving you updates as the match unfolds, and then we'll have takeaways uh, after that. And then the, getting into the next week, as you said, there's a break in the action, but uh, we're not taking a break here, so we'll have uh, superlatives from the season, from uh, kind of focusing on the 2024 part of it, and then we'll be able to dive into the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament as well. The seeds for that... Uh, trying to remember when those typically come out. I'm not sure if it's late next week or early the following week, but at any rate, we'll be able to have a better guess of where Penn state guys are going to end up uh, for that trip right down the road to Maryland for the big 10 championships, March 9th and 10th. You, you just got me excited because we're talking about what's going on in March. And I know that March still has a whole lot of winter involved, but spring <laughs> is almost here and yes, uh, we're almost to the postseason for wrestling. So stay tuned. We will have more on the Penn state wrestling show here from blue white illustrated.